right, welcome to the Bull Rush. This is episode 32, and tonight it's just the two of us. It's myself, Ty Miller, and tonight I'm with Frank. What's up? What's up, Ty? What's going on? Yeah, Scott went on strike. Good for him. He had enough. Had enough of this shit. (laughs) Good for him, Scott. Don't you take shit from us, too. (laughs) Frank's not paying him enough. It's unbelievable. Wait, we get paid? We're supposed to get paid. Oh, oh. So now you're gonna go on strike too, right? I'm 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 out of here. In solidarity, I'm going on strike. <laughs> <laughs> the Miller Corporation is gonna be paying. We want raises, goddammit. I'll just find some some cheaper of course you would. cheaper employees here. Of course. That's the way America is. <laughs> <laughs> Did Trump win the presidency yet? Because I can't wait to get those tax breaks. Oh yeah. <laughs> you one percenter scum. <laughs> Ah, uh, the bull rush, just raking in the cash. That's anyway it. with our seven followers. That's right, they're heavy donors, though. Yes, they are. The Dino Tradecast has nine followers, so we got to pick. I it heard up. that we got to pick that it up. Out. I don't. I mean, I think my mom stopped lo- listening to us and went to the tri- Tradecast, the Dino Tradecast. Yeah, who can blame her though? Really, She's a bitch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> love you. Uh, yeah, she, definitely not coming back now. <laughs> She didn't hear it. (laughs) (laughs) No, really some scheduling issues with me, actually, uh, has put the the recording of the show kind of in a weird spot. Uh, We normally record when Scott's available. Jeez, Ty, all you do is record it. All you do is download it. All you do is edit the show. All you do is, like, uh, release it. Uh, Gosh, I mean, we're always going around your schedule. All the time. I know it's all about Ty. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure Scott will be back with us next week. Absolutely. We wanted to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart. And you might know this guy. His name's Chris Johnson. Who? Who's this? Uh, rookie? Mm, kind of, mm, yeah. He was a rookie in 2008, Frank. Oh. Um, he's run for 2,000 yards in a season before. and That's uh, right. Yeah, before last season, he'd only missed like one game in his whole career. But anyway, I wanted to kind of talk about him because something caught my eye. So before this whole ESPN buzz came out about him being the starter in Arizona, his best ball ADP was sitting around 200th overall, which put him about the RB60 range. Right. That's really low, right? Yeah. Uh, But he's up today, I checked, and his price tag has risen nearly 40 spots. And now wow. he's around 160th overall. Is so, that because uh, why is that? Why is that tie? Well, I would say because uh, we know people overreact to breaking news, and I put breaking in quotes here, right? Because it's almost to a pathetic level. But this seems almost <laughs> comical to me because I mean, look, last year I was a proponent of drafting Chris Johnson late, mainly because he's a versatile back. You know, he can catch. He had a long history of suiting up every game, which that was always the thing. Availability, right? Right. And I felt Bruce Arians would respect that and could trust him. And that was all playing out until he broke his leg. Now, enter David Johnson, right? The Old best yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. David Johnson's the best. He's the third best running back, now the fourth best running back in, in football, dude. <laughs> why you, why you, why you hanging on David Johnson uh, for, bro? Well, all right. So let's get into this, right? So he flashes for five or six weeks last season, late last season, while CJ was out with a broken leg. 
And now all offseason, people are assuming he's the clear-cut starter. And let me get this out of the way. He may end up just being that. But to completely write off Chris Johnson after what he did last season is a bit presumptuous in my opinion and basically puts a spotlight on people not buying him, not buying Chris Johnson before last season and now using David Johnson's late late season production as confirmation of what they previously thought of Chris Johnson. You know what I mean? Like yes. they didn't like Chris Johnson coming into 2015. Right. And once he went down, they're like, yep, this is exactly what I thought. This is what I expected. He's old. He's going to get hurt. David Johnson's the guy, right? Now, in Dynasty, of course, you'd you'd rather own David Johnson. But for of me, course. it's yeah, but but for me, it's really not because David Johnson is some great young stud. Wait, he's um, not young? You you say yeah, he's not young? Yeah, we can get into that. <laughs> but what what I mean by that is Chris Johnson is 30 years old, almost 31, and coming off the biggest injury of his professional career. And I really have no idea what, you know, if this is going to be a trend or whatever. But although it should be noted, I guess, that it wasn't any soft tissue damage which is always my main worry with running backs. Uh, example, Arian Foster. So let's go back to this age thing here with David Johnson. He's and like 22, I, right? You know what, Frank? He's actually going to be 25 this season. What? 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 what, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be 25. He's going to be tw- – David Johnson? Is this, his, this is his second year. What do you mean he's going to be 25? Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be 25. This is for your Oscar, uh, Oscar uh, consideration, by the way. Oh it, yeah, it, my like my fate, my full uh, surprise. It's funny how everybody, a lot of truthers or youthers, are, and I hate doing that because now I I feel like I'm labeling everyone else a youth crazy, but I mm-hmm. I too look at youth. You know, like it's it's an important thing. It's it not, is. It's not the top criteria no. for for a player but it's an important yes in dynasty it's very important but when they bring when people bring up david johnson especially people that follow that youth oriented uh team structure team build they never ever ever bring up his age if no. josh Doxson is old at 24 years old how is david johnson not old at 25 years old and he has a year in a year in the league right and you got to look past week 13 now we're going to go into a couple of stats here. Why not? Let me hear him. Week 13 is when he eclipsed 100 total yards. 100. Before that, he, it seemed like he was the Ted Ginn Jr. of running backs. Look at weeks, week five. Wow, look at this. All right, week five against Detroit. He had three carries for six mm-hmm. yards and two touchdowns. He yeah. had three carries. He had two touchdowns. Week four against him. No, hold on. Before you go there, you know who you know who got him to that goal line? Chris Johnson. I'm, yeah. I'm sure he got him. He got him there for all three of those three carries. <laughs> Six total yards, two freaking touchdowns. He had a touchdown in week, uh, let's see, week 11. He had two total carries. Two total two. carries, mm-hmm. right? He, had, he also had two targets, uh, two receptions. He had one touchdown. For 26 yards. So out of four four touches, he had to, he touched the ball four times. He had a touchdown. I mean, he's he had one red zone attempt, and I'm assuming that's a touchdown. I'm sorry, it doesn't it's not it's not differentiating when he got the touchdown where I'm looking mm-hmm. right now. But he's literally the Ted Ginn Jr. of running backs up until week 13. Then week 13, he just blew up. Right. Right. And then, but you, you know, know what's funny though? You look at you look at this, and what people will say 
is oh he's explosive look what he can do with limited touches <laughs> that's exactly what it's so gonna Ty get is totally explosive Right. How efficient is he? He's very efficient. I doubt he's going to stay this efficient. I doubt in three ca- three carries he's going to get two touchdowns again. I mean, that's Matt, Matt Asiata numbers. It really is. You know, I, mean, I remember as a Chris Johnson owner last week or last year getting so pissed off about David Johnson because I watched Chris Johnson get within you know ten five yard line there, and David Johnson would come in and knock in a touchdown. No, oh. <laughs> and then of course, I mean, he does. It's not like I'm saying that David Johnson isn't good. Okay. No. It's no. it's the point of I think he's he's being overvalued. Um, you know, I, I go to DLF, Dynasty League Football, and I trust a lot of people over there. And they have he he's number four in the Absolutely. rankings. Yeah. So as far as running backs go, I'll say that. But I look down that list a little bit, and you know who stands out to me that's way too low as far as behind David Johnson? That's Lamar Miller. Unbelievable. Yeah. I know we've talked a little bit about Lamar Miller here, but to me, that dude should be in their top three, top four. Okay. I and agree. I know, yeah. And some people are worried about him. I'm not really. Um, here's a fun fact Lamar Miller is heading into his fifth season in the league, and he is eight months older than David Johnson. Oh, wow. Look at that. He's old, though. Yeah, he's old. old. He's old. He's going on his second team, his fourth offensive coordinator, or. Whatever third offensive coordinator. Well, he's got like what 150 total touches in his career, right? Right, <laughs> averaging eight touches a game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you look at the you look at the May running back ADP, and it's David Johnson going fourth, Lamar Miller going fifth, uh, uh, Gurley's going first, Bell, then Elliott, then David Johnson. Which I get it. I mean, listen, we're telling you, I, I get. David Johnson, because look at him when he came in 13. But Chris Johnson is coming back, and he wasn't a slouch either. So I don't know. I want to, I'm going to temper my expectations for David Johnson. If anybody's a sell, I think it's David Johnson. I'd much rather have Lamar Miller this year. Uh, you look at Devontae Freeman at six and Doug Martin at seven. Who would you rather have, Ty? Doug Martin or Devontae Freeman? Mm, you know, I trust Doug Martin more, and I. it's probably a little bit – unpopular um oh, it's very it's unpopular not, yeah and it's not that i was against uh, the idea of devonta freeman actually doing well uh i just didn't know how that was all going to play out and yeah. devonta freeman showed it i mean like he's he showed up as much as people want to try to be like ah it's kind of fluky and i know he he kind of uh started to slump and i don't want to say slump but he started to uh taper off towards you know as the season went on he seemed to wear down yeah and I mean, you also look at that offense. Uh, they, their number two right, wide receiver last year for most of it was Leonard Hankerson. Uh, Roddy White, he, he was on his way out. So it was Julio, and you can see Matt Ryan's touchdowns dropped, and partially I think that was because of Devonta Freeman's rise. So I think they're going to find a little bit more balance with my dude, Muhammad Sanu. And, uh, and I would expect Tevin Coleman to get some more work. Uh, you can't forget that he was the starter heading into the season, and he broke his rib. And he lost that job. Absolutely. So, I mean, heading back to your question, sorry. It, no, no. I would prefer Doug Martin. I, you know, he got a five year deal. Uh, that's comforting to me. I look at these running backs without big deals uh, Eddie Lacy, Le'Veon Bell, Doug you Martin. Hate Le'Veon Bell. No, you kidding? No, I'm just using the. If we're looking. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! No, you can't say any any t- chance you can get to knock Le'Veon Bell. You no, no. I'm just looking at the contracts. I'm just looking at the contracts. 
Doug Martin got a five-year deal. That's five five years more than Eddie Lacy and Le'Veon Bell have gotten. Not okay. saying they're not going to get, but I'm yeah, just saying they have that. different teams, different structures, different totally. Needs, and I, I, you know. I honestly, I like Charles Sims also. So that's yes. that's a tricky thing. There is, you know, like that's going to knock into Doug Martin's upside. I think. But if you're are they giving me the choice between Doug Martin and Devonta Freeman, I trust Doug Martin more. Who do you trust? Yeah, I, I, I if I got to choose them two, I, I would go with Doug Martin more. What? Only because I wasn't listen, Devonte Freeman. Last year, I thought it was he couldn't keep up that pace. You couldn't. Uh, let's look at it. I mean, he was the first from week two to no, from week three to week eight. The guy was an animal. I mean, oh, it was, 30, it was disgusting. points, 37, 32 points, 35, 15. That's still good. 19, 21. Then week 13, 20, 15, 23 points. Eight. I mean, the guy, the lowest he's ever had was week 11. But he only had three carries. I think would he get injured that 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 game? I don't he, remember off the top of my head. I think he missed week twelve. So week thirteen, week eleven, he gets injured. Uh, he missed week twelve. He comes back week thirteen with fourteen carries, one hundred and three total yards, uh, ten target, ten receptions. I mean, the guy he he produced last year. But I think yep. last year was the time. To, if you were going to get rid of him, last year was it. I just don't I oh man, Tevin Coleman. I still see Tevin Coleman involved in that in that backfield. I don't see him I don't see Devontae Freeman. You look at his workout metrics and his highest workout metrics is, is his forty in the forty eighth percentile. I mean nothing. His agility scores are the forty is a, uh, the forty second percentile, his burst scores in the fifteenth. Uh, speed score, 34th, and then, like I said, 40-yard dash is the 48th. But you look at it, the stats, uh, it, this right. is like when the workout metrics numbers don't add up to the stats. Exactly. Line. Yeah, I remember Matt Kelly really ripping about Devonta Freeman yeah. last year. Like, it was, it was supposed to be Tevin Coleman's job, and it looked like it was going to be, but something, something clicked. You know, Devonta Freeman just got the chances. And what you said right there, what did you say? He had 10 receptions? I mean, yeah. that's yeah, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like, I don't think that offense is going to lean on him so much this year. And that's I think that'll end up with a little regression. No, I yeah, I hear you. I mean, targets. He had 97 targets last year. That is unbelievable. That's number third. That's, like, that's third. Yeah, that's like Matt Forte territory. Yeah. Know? Good Matt Forte territory. Seven targets. He had 47 red zone carries. That's the first. That's first in the league. That's yeah, and you can nuts. tell that their their play calling changed. You can see because yeah. Matt Ryan's touchdowns dropped. Yeah, they they started trusting Devonta Freeman, and that's that's the thing with this. It's not I'm not I'm not selling Devonta Freeman if I own him right now. Well, it I, depends. I, on, everybody's for sale, right? Depends on where you get. Well, him. sure. I'm not I'm not actively shopping him. Right. Of course. You know, I, I, if I get an offer, sure, I'll look at it. Ugh, I sold him for a second last year before he blew up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Almost yeah, everywhere. Now, <laughs> now you can get Tevin Coleman for a second. <laughs> and he'll blow up. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, this guy, I mean, you know what? He was uh he was definitely he was first in total touchdowns, fourteen tied, I guess I'm assuming tied for first. Seventy three receptions, five hundred and seventy eight receiving yards, a third. seventy point seven yards a game. That's a tenth for a tenth in the league. And a thousand sixty one Rushing yards, that's seventh. 
the guy scored 21 points. He averaged 21.3 fantasy points a game. That's first in the league. So, yeah. again, his stat line and his, like, workout metrics don't add up. But you can't deny. I mean, he's – oh, man. Now I'm, I'm thinking about this Doug Martin, uh, Devontae. Uh, <laughs> All right, here. Check this out. Brought up. I think that's right. I'm going to give you four guys, and I want you to rank them. Four running backs. Okay. For 2016. Right. 2016. 20, only 16. So this is a redraft question. Okay. Sure. David Johnson. Okay. Lamar Miller. Okay. Doug Martin. Devontae, Devontae Freeman. Freeman. Um, before I just went into Devontae Freeman's stuff, but right now it's still Lamar Miller, Devontae Freeman. Oh, man, I can't. Doug now, hold Martin. on. Didn't you just tell me you'd take Doug Martin over Devontae Freeman? I know, but I just I said this before this, before I just <laughs> went looking at this. Uh, all this shit. Now you're a little blown away. Huh? Yeah, I got blown away, but I still want Lamar Miller. So I would put Lamar Miller, Devontae Freeman, Doug Martin and David Johnson. David Johnson would fall to s- behind Doug Martin for me. Do you believe that? Mm. Uh, I do because that's that's pretty much. I would have David Johnson last. You'd have Doug I, Martin over Freeman. Yeah. I would. I was too before I just went into this into his stat line. I'm like, wow, this guy. I mean, he exploded. He was again week eleven, forty three total yards, and that's when he got injured. That was his least. And then week 14, 62 total yards, but that was against Carolina. Well, right. Yeah, I would put Doug Martin ahead of Devonta Freeman, but let me add another name here. Okay. Mark Ingram. You look at you. Because to me, these guys are all lumped into that area of, you know, like take one, pick your poison type deal, you know? Right. Mm-hmm-hmm. Well, all right. Lamar Miller's top there because I don't think anybody's taking snaps away from him. Because who's who's gonna take it? Alfred Blue, I yeah, think Alfred it's Lamar Blue. Miller and Lamar Miller alone, or Irvin. What's is that the rookie they drafted? Tyler Irvin. Tyler. Yeah, which yeah, we can get into him after we're done here. Yeah, go, go ahead. Uh, so you got Lamar Miller. I don't have Ingram anywhere, so if I don't have them, I don't look them up. Well, he had seven hundred and sixty nine rushing yards. That's nineteenth uh, in the league. Six total touchdowns. That's twentieth opportunity share. That was fifty nine point three percent. That's twentieth snap share. Sixty three point eight percent. That's twenty sixth in the league. One hundred sixty six carries. So he was like mid to late in everything. Receiving yards, he was tenth with four hundred and five. Uh, Fifty receptions, which is great. That's for eighth. Uh, fantasy points, sixteen point nine points a game. That's uh, good for second. Yep, I'm assuming he got running back. Yeah, second. Well, see, he's, he saw like a, a 20 reception bump or something like that from 2014 to 2015. But the big thing that, that I saw drop off was he had 70 less carries between 2014 and 2015. Wow. Um, yeah. So I, I, I okay. So I'll throw him in there. I would have Lamar Miller, and then it's Mark Ingram for me. Ooh, look at that, huh? Of those Mark guys, Ingram. Well, according to the ADP, Lamar Miller's fifth, and Mark Ingram is twelfth total. Mm-mm. TJ Yeldon, Carlos Hyde, Eddie Lacy, and Adrian Peterson are going ahead of ahead of him, and that doesn't surprise me. Mark Ingram doesn't get very much love at all. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Um, yeah, I still got Lamar Miller. I think I still got Devontae Freeman, Mark Ingram, and Doug Martin are fighting it out, and David Johnson. It's just that David Johnson really has like four games, and it was the last four or five games that went 
again, and we're only doing this is redraft, right? right. These, this yeah. thing is uh, it's for this year. So I'm still questioning David Johnson. Still questioning him. Um, <laughs> I'm questioning Mark Ingram too. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, but uh, I'm, not, I'm not getting a good feeling. But Lamar Miller, I, I think, should be the fourth fourth running back off the board, and then Freeman five, Doug Martin six, David Johnson seven, and Mark Ingram eight. Wow, you got it's Ingram eight. last, huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, so let's. You mentioned Tyler Irvin. Lamar Miller has a little bit of help with Tyler Irvin there. Um, something that kind of stood out to me, and I didn't even put this together until I was listening to the Angle of Pursuit podcast with uh, Kyle Robert uh-huh. and uh, Ron McLeese. Yes, um, they were talking about how Tyler Irvin was brought in uh, to help out Brock Osweiler in Houston. What's funny though is before the draft. Uh, I went on the Angle Pursuit podcast, and we were talking about these different these different running backs, and that's where I was talking about Wendell Smallwood, how I liked him, and mm-hmm. um, they asked me my thoughts on Tyler Irvin, and to me, he was he's Ronnie Hillman, and so whenever I heard them bring him up about you know going to Houston, he's going to be there with Brock Osweiler, I was like, holy shit, I forgot the whole Ronnie Hillman angle on this. So, do you have any thoughts on Tyler Irvin? Am I completely off base with this with this comparison? No, I don't think you're off base with the the comparison. He's 5'10", 192 pounds. He's 22.7 years old. <laughs> uh, I don't have his stats. I don't have his college stats. I'm trying to trying to bring up my freaking Google. Do you have his stats right there? Yeah, so them. all right. So going to our trusty playerprofiler.com. Uh he ran a 44140 uh, which is 95th percentile. His burst score, 93rd, and his speed score was 66th. Really, his college dominator rating, which was 35%, it's just 75th. And Kyle Robert was uh, pretty high on this guy. Yeah. So was Ron. And um, that's what kind of took me back because when I watched him, he didn't impress me. It seemed like he was, well, like I said, Ronnie Hillman. Like he's a little speedster, doesn't look like he'll ever be a workhorse, could produce in PPR. You know, I, I I don't know. I'm curious what your thoughts were because when they gave me the list to look at, and he was on there, and then Wendell Smallwood was on there. That's that's really when I saw Smallwood running and his playing style. It was it was apparent to me that he has what it takes to possibly be a starter. Uh, Tyler Irvin didn't seem to have that. Didn't. Well, I mean, you look at his 2015 San Jose State. Uh, stats. He had 294 attempts for 1,601 yards, 5.4 average uh, yards per carry. Um, And he had 13 touchdowns. He also had 45 receptions, 334 yards, and two touchdowns receiving. If you look, that seems uh, the year before 2014, he only had 158 receptions, 58 um, attempts, 888 yards. So it, it seems like his breakout you know, the breakout season was uh, 2015. So he had one year of real, all right, two years of production, 888 yards rushing in 12 games. I don't know if that's, uh, you know, that's okay, I guess, whatever. <laughs> but uh, he had one good year in in, uh, in in college. Nothing jumped out to me. I mean, I, Tyler Irvin if my damn Google drive would just pop up, I could see where he was on mine because I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember everything. And he wasn't, I, I don't think he was in my top 20. 
I can't say he was in my top twenty. Really? He didn't. Yeah, there was there were running backs that really obviously jumped off the board. Tyler Irvin was seventeen, eighteen. That was in your personal ranks before the draft. That was in my personal ranks before the draft. Yeah. Hmm. So uh, yeah, no, uh, dude. He he didn't. I didn't even write notes down for him. That's how. That's how he didn't. He didn't pop off. He didn't jump off the stage. Uh, jump off the screen to me. So so I don't think Tyler Irvin's gonna gonna. If he spells Lamar Miller, he might spell Lamar Miller. But I think Lamar Miller is gonna have all the opportunity to be a stud back. I, I dude, I love Lamar Miller, and I sold him for. I don't know. Uh, you know what's funny about our our podcast? Like one week we'll say sell Lamar Miller. Because we like him, you know, <laughs> trade him, trade, 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 because he's never going to get more valuable. And then the next week, we're like, I love Lamar Miller so much. We love this player so much. Get him if you can. <laughs> you know? you know, as long as we delete the old episodes, we're fine. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, as long as people forget, they're like, Wait yeah, a second, they forget. This, right? this, this, yeah. this Frank, he's all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> right i love lamar miller but it depends on the on the trade offer you get any player is available any player is available that's all yes. i want to preface this by saying yeah but, i mean that was the whole thing when we were going through our dynasty cells episode that's why i brought up Le'Veon bell right it's yes. not that i don't think Le'Veon no, bell is good well I, I do, I do but anyway it's you know <laughs> it's all about if you get the right price you know sell yes. somebody if you don't necessarily believe in them Sell them at peak value. Get the hell out. Exactly. But now That's, if we're talking about redraft, let's just – I mean, I know people sure. – we can go back. Yeah, we can go back. I mean – You ain't trading nobody. Nobody trades in redraft, right? Yeah, maybe. I mean, you can wow. get some trades done, right? I don't know. I don't remember – I can't remember the last time I've ever traded in redraft. You draft your team, you pick up some people off the waiver wire, and you just – you know, Just you go just, with it. Yeah, you just go with it. But well, Lamar Miller should be the wire, running back four, in my opinion, off the board. Yeah, I I, I don't have any issue with that. Uh, going back to Dynasty, though, I do think it's, now is a good time to sell David Johnson. Yes, even though, yes. <laughs> and sell Chris Johnson. <laughs> and sell Chris Johnson. If you get any bump at all, just try to just go to the David Johnson owner and try to sell Chris Johnson to him, right? Just, just do that. Yeah. Uh, back in February on DynastyLeagueFootball.com, Jeff Miller and Nick Whalen wrote up a piece. Um, it was basically like a written Filmmetrics podcast. Nice. If you haven't checked out the podcast, you need to. Uh, George Criticos and Nick Whalen. But basically what, what they'll do is they just go through specific players and they just break down the film and they let you know what they see. And what Jeff and Nick did in that article was went through David Johnson. And uh, it, it was really cool. It was It was kind of... Uh, a little bit different. It's a different kind of different kind of piece. So definitely check out that. That was back in February, and then also, and what's that uh, called? Real Real Talk. Yeah, Real, Real talk. talk. Real Talk, like film reels. Yeah, Real Talk. David Johnson. So you can check that one out. And then 14T Mocker on Rotoviz actually just released an article. It, well, it was talking about who is this year's D'Angelo Williams, but uh, spoiler alert: one of those players was Chris Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. No, was it really Ty? <laughs> is it really the other two? I'm not telling you. You gotta go pay, go subscribe, go through Mocker's article. You won't regret it. No, yeah, Rotoviz is awesome as well. And the, the, the thing is, there's so many 
great content out there. Like you were talking about film metrics. I love that podcast. And then you got the dynasty league football podcast with Jeff Miller and the film metrics, uh, Nick Whalen and George Critty Coles. Then you got the dynasty trade cast, which is another, another great one. Uh, the dino blueprint, which is another great one. Uh, the dino playbook blueprint playbook, both of them are great ones. There's so many great podcasts out there. And then you got great contact like the road of his, Obviously, Brodovis, but uh, I got to start writing. You think? You, how about this? Can you be my like ghost writer, Ty? You just write <laughs> for me because you're good at that shit. I, I can barely speak. I appreciate it, but no. <laughs> no, I'll pay you. I'll pay you just to get so you, you do all the research. research. <laughs> yeah, you do all the research, and I'll write it up. <laughs> and seriously, there's some great stuff out there. Good stuff. I'm and I'm. I feel like I'm missing a ton, a ton of podcasts that that are are really good. And uh, sites, uh, damn it! Check out those uh, those podcasts and that and uh, that article. Yeah, there's there's so many podcasts and, and different articles. There's, I mean, I don't even know how many articles pop up on Rotoviz, Dynasty mm-hmm. League Football, uh, these these other sites. They just they pop up, and I mean, it's it's like five or six articles a day, right? You know? So, just if you can read those and listen to all the podcasts coming up, I commend you. <laughs> Exactly. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it either. I try to. I work. You get a little. You know. You get five minutes here or there uh, at lunchtime, and it it just it's great. I mean, they they I, the whole community does a great job. They put a, a lot of work, a lot of effort into it. So kudos, yeah, kudos, a whole lot of work into it. Yep. Uh, and while we are plugging things, <laughs> yes, I want to tell people to remember that Scott, our own Scott Fish at Scott Fish Twenty Four, is uh, running a Toys for Tots drive. As we mentioned, if you haven't heard on the previous episode, the AARP episode, at the end of it, Scott tells you some details. But um, going back to that, it's the Toys for Tots drive, and his goal is two thousand dollars. So if you want to contribute, go to fantasycares.net for info. Uh, he'll be given away in SFB spot and DLF memberships as prizes. Uh, also remember to rate and review our show and uh, you might be able to get another chance into the SFB that way. Nice. That's great. Him and Jeff Miller, uh, Scott and Jeff Miller do a great job with that Toys for Tots. They go out, they take all the money, they'll take pictures, let you kind of see what your money may have purchased for all these these children. Yeah. And uh, it's awesome. Thank God for people like Scott and Jeff or and you. You know, I can never do that stuff. It's just too no, much work. <laughs> seriously, I mean, there's so much money that gets thrown around between fantasy football leagues and, yeah. and just uh, subscriptions. I mean, five bucks. You exactly. send five bucks, and <laughs> you know, you, you could buy a toy for a kid for Christmas. You know, I know, or, or whatever holiday. You know, exactly. And then you get the letters from the schools, from the teachers that yep. that help. You know, that, from the kids that you help out, and it's just it's fantastic. It makes it, it makes your your year. Seriously, once you do this once, you'll you'll continue yep. to do it. You're, you're, you know, as long as you can, your whole life. This toy yeah. tots is great. And, and even there's if no you don't want to play football. Yeah, there's no minimum. Even if you don't want to play in the league, donate. It's still a great cause. Yeah. So go check out Scott's pin tweet. Uh, also, uh, again, it is fantasycares.net. That's going to wrap it. Episode 32 in the books yeah. in mid-season yeah. form. Yeah, we had nothing to talk about, right? <laughs> right nothing to talk about. And we did it anyway. We bullshit. That's right. On the bull rush. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Later, bro.